Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 217, and I have a question for you. When you go out and you work with your teachers, what do you do? How do you do it? When you're back at your desk and you're taking notes off the top of your head or maybe sitting down with your boss to have a meeting, what do you do? How do you do it? Today, we're going to be answering some of those questions. The other day in our Instructional Coaches Network, we put out a poll which basically asked, what platform do you like to keep your notes in? What do you take your notes in? When you're sitting there trying to jot things down, are you using a Google Doc? Are you using Microsoft Word? Are you doing something different? Or heck, do you just bring a notebook full of paper? What do you do? The results of which, and we had a couple hundred people recently do this, were outstanding. And I am so thrilled to share with you a little bit about the poll today. Of course, if you're looking for more information, you can head on over to Ask the Tech Coach, scroll down to the bottom, and join our Instructional Coaches Network. We have three amazing platforms, one for coaches on Facebook, one a little bit more professional on LinkedIn, and we've got a great one for digital learning leaders over on a fantastic new site called k12leaders.com. We got some great stuff for you, and we're even here to announce a pretty interesting webinar that's going to be coming up on the 26th on our day off, and I'll talk a little bit about that as we go through here. But before we get into the meat of our show, I want to bring on Sue Vincent. Sue, how are you today? Welcome to the show. Hey, great to be back and great to be recording and um, catching up with all of you out there. And I'm excited to talk about this topic tonight. This is one of my passions and things that I like to record my tutorial videos over on my YouTube channel about. And, you know, there's so many different reasons to have this conversation, because over the course of the last couple of years, the concept of how do you keep yourself, uh, you know, is it not really digital organization? I mean, we can talk about Google Drives and stuff like that. But really, the concept of what is that tool that you take out when you need to remember something, mm-hmm. when you need to take notes? And for some coaches, they have one way of doing things. For some coaches, um, they have many Right. Like your department might do something, but you might have a personal preference, but your uh, supervisor has a completely different way. Your your building might have a completely different way and you kind of have to go back and forth. I think there's a common answer that we can get in here. Um, Sue, many people are finding this show for the first time. And I want to say thank you out there. If you're listening, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. We've recently been featured on a number of blogs. Um you know, these blogs that pop up, you know, five great tech coach websites, five great tech coach podcasts. I've been realizing through social media, Sue, that we've been popping up on a few of these. I'm thrilled to be recognized like that. I want to say thank you to the community. Thank you to all the bloggers and all the coaches out there that are supporting us. It is great to have you here. In case you're new to the show, 
I'm Jeff Bradbury. I've been an instructional coach now for 11 years. Uh, I live in Connecticut. I have the opportunity every single week to support an amazing school district. I got a team that I work with that's seven coaches, and we're doing some great things in the course of 24, 25 school buildings. We have a fantastic program, and we put on this show Ask the Tech Coach once a week. We usually drop it on Mondays, and we have a lot of great things for instructional coaches. So tell us a little bit about yourself for those who might be new to the show. Well, welcome to any of you newbies. I'm Susan Vincent, and I've been a tech coach slash instructional coach for over 15 years. Um, I currently serve in Louisville, Kentucky at Christian Academy School System, and I work with a um, team of around nine or ten um, various people, including curriculum specialists and um, myself and my teammate as tech coaches, and we serve on our academic services team and um, working with lots of awesome teachers as we move forward. The poll today from our Facebook group was what writing platform do you like the best? And I'll, I'll give you a few here. I said Google Docs, Google Keep, Microsoft Word, Microsoft OneNote, Apple Notes, Evernote, Handwritten, Pages, or Other. And I thought that was a pretty complete list, right? Like th those are the biggies. Um, I guess now, Sue, I don't know if you saw the news, we can probably add Canva Docs to that, right? Like yes. Canva did a great thing. Um, but under the other, some people put Notability, Notion, GoodNotes, To-Do List, Cami. They text themselves the answers or they text themselves the notes. Um or just like a paper notebook. So there's a lot of different answers on here. And before we give the punchline to this episode, before we show you what actually had the most, which by the way, Sue, I am surprised at one of the answers on this thing. And I, I, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll let you figure out which one is a surprise. Um, talk to me a little bit about yourself, right? How many buildings are you in? Do you find that you can take a common noting system or... Does building A do this and building B do this? What do you find that you gravitate towards more than anything else? Well, for myself personally, I'm in three different buildings, plus our weekly team meetings that we have. And I tend to, for immediate notes, do the handwriting thing. Yes, I've been doing this for a while. And yes, I'm a techie person. But I tend to do the handwriting thing. Then I disseminate it to where it needs to be. If it's a certain type of note like i need to give new students access to this digital curriculum i have a google keep note for that or it might be tasks that i need to follow up on and i might put that in my google task app for whatever reason so i can check it off or if it's a something i need to work on with a coaching cycle with a teacher then i have google forms and google docs for that for various coaching forms that we fill out so it just depends i tend to write things down first then disseminate it where it needs to be that's interesting to me you had mentioned something i don't think i was really thinking about when i put this poll together um but i do it too right you have the notes that you're taking could be in a meeting, could be when you're working with somebody, could be when you're speaking with your supervisor. Um, and some of those are long form. I need to project this, but some of those are short, just quick, get it out. And, and there's sometimes where I'll take that note that I'm working on and I'll make the little check boxes, which you can do now in word and docs and stuff. And I'll just go check, 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 check down the list. You're saying that you do something that I also do, which is I'm going to take those short ones 
and I'm going to put those into Microsoft Planner, into To Do, into something. Like even Google Keep has those little checkboxes. I'm on the fence with that, right? Because if I have t- if I've if I've got a number of short things, the time it takes me to make the checkboxes, I could be halfway done at least two or three of those. What determines for you how you organize your thoughts? Well, if it's a shorter task, sometimes I'm not going to do it right then and there, even though it's a shorter task, because it might be due three or four days down the road. And, okay, I'm going to take care of that when I'm at a certain building. So I put that in my Google task, put the little date reminder on it so it'll pop up on Thursday when I'm at Campus C or whatever. So that helps me to kind of, as a reminder, to you know, remember to take care of it with that teacher at that building. So stuff like that is kind of where I disseminate those types of things. And yeah, if it's just a short, immediate task that I can take care of right then and there with a follow-up email, then yes, by all means, I'll type it out and send it on its way. For me, I was one of those people that voted for Apple Pages. I like it. It's it's an app that's on my my devices. I always carry around my MacBook. Uh, when I'm at home, I'm I'm on my Mac. When I'm on my phone or my iPad, it's always there. And you can in fact do so many things with it. I love the fact that on Apple Notes, if I'm on my iPad, I can draw on it. So I can start, you know, I can I can I've done many a website design using Apple Notes. I can also use my devices to take pictures quickly onto it. I love the fact that, uh, you know, it's got tables, it's got formatting, it's got bullet points, it's got all of these wonderful things. I can color code it. I can do hashtags on it so it all organizes and it just syncs up. And what I'm noticing in my personal life is I've been using over the last couple of years Evernote less and less and less in favor of these smaller applications. I still use Evernote constantly. It's where many of my important documents are stored. I've been a paid Evernote user for, I think, since 2011 when TeacherCast first started. But for these short kind of notes, I've been using Apple Notes. And what I've started to do, and this is kind of like what you were saying, is you know, the other day I was working with a vendor at school, and I was following the conversation. I was taking notes using Apple Notes. And the only reason why I think I was doing that is because I didn't have time to go into my OneDrive, into my folder, open up the OneNote, find the thing, find the thing, find the thing. It's many, many clicks. Whereas, okay, the Zoom meeting starts, one button, I have Apple Notes, I'm here. And so for me, I've been noticing this year, I'll do a lot of my work in Apple Notes and then do a copy and paste into a OneNote. I have a OneNote notebook that has all of the information for my teacher interactions, administrator interactions, vendor things. Like it is becoming my can't live without handbook. And sure, I can probably bookmark to that. But for what it's worth, when I open up Apple Notes, it's clean, it's crisp. I don't get distracted. When I open up OneNote, I have all the tabs that I can now look at while I'm having a conversation. My mind just goes crazy with that. And being more of a Google user, I see what you're saying with Apple Notes because Google Keep will do virtually the same type of thing. I have an Android phone. I have my laptop. I can get Google Keep wherever I am because I can have the app on my phone in my Google Chrome browser wherever I am. So, yes, I see 
definitely a comparison there. So if you're an Apple person and need those notes, that works. Or if you're a Google person, Google Keep does all of those things too. And you can put photos and links and all of those things that you may need to keep up with from various types of meetings. Apple Notes does this really cool thing and i'm sure other apps do this too but if you know let's say you've got a bunch of bullet points and you check off one doesn't matter where in the list it is it'll automatically drop that to the bottom of the uh of the section okay which is really neat i'm sure that there's others that do that i'm sure there's others that you know if you're making you know numbers or bullet points you can manually move them up and down i just like the feature of when i click on something it moves it down so visually i can check and i know even in saying that, Sue, Google Keep does the same thing. Yes, and I also, like you mentioned, being able to transfer some things over to OneNote fairly seamlessly. And again, if you're a Google user, Google Keep will let you do yep. the transferring over to a Google Doc if you have large amounts and, of information. And, and you know, the key to that is the formatting, right? Uh, Apple Notes, as an example, doesn't do paragraph styles. It does font sizes. Well, if I was to put that into Google Docs, number one, I'd be doing 100 million Google Docs. Absolutely. That's why I like the OneNote. It's one notebook. It's all there. Click on it. Great. Um, same thing. Word. I mean, our show notes, when we put our podcast together, is all done on Word Docs. And we've, we've talked about, can we do all of this in one big, huge OneNote? But the reason why I don't is because I can't, in a OneNote, go copy-paste into WordPress. Word has the formatting that I need for WordPress, whereas Google Docs doesn't always format properly. Right. So again, it's just whatever works for you and whatever saves. Before we share with the audience what the overall winner was, and I don't want to say winner. There's no winners or losers here. It's just really a preference. But um, were you surprised at any of the answers on this poll or any of the percentages on this poll? Well, I was a little surprised with the leader. Um, so we'll get to that. Um, and I guess I'm surprised, and not so many on the poll, and then you're mentioning Evernote. I keep forgetting about Evernote because to me, it seems like it's more old school in a way, and I don't mean that in a negative it's, connotation at all, but I started out using Evernote, and then I moved on to other things as they came out. It just seems like Evernote is kind yeah. of that, you know, the Ed Moto of learning management that doesn't exist. Oh. And like Evernote is kind of there. Nobody ever talks about it anymore. Oh, <laughs> that hurt right there. But But you're right. Evernote never became an educational tool. Yes. Right. You've never seen Evernote EDU on that stuff. But for me, like when I transitioned out of being a music teacher, all of my sheet music was digitized. And it's in Evernote. Yes. I don't have to worry about files on my hard drive. It's all in Evernote. And if I ever need it, I hit a button and I can download every quartet that I've ever played. Right. Mm -hmm. But I use it for stuff like that. Right. Like, you know, like all my house documents are all right over there. Right. Um, I'm surprised. Well, let's put it this way. W which one were you mostly surprised at? I'm looking yeah. at two right now. What were you surprised at? I guess there's probably more of the handwritten notes than I thought yep. there would be. Yep. And I mean, I'm probably one of them. Um, but then again, and this is going to come across. I'm just going to be blunt. It might be an age thing. I mean, I'm my age 
I'm in my late 40s, okay? Um, so, you know, those people, we grew up taking written notes, so that's what we know. So we stayed with it, and that works for us, and then we disseminate it digitally other ways. So, so yeah. And, and that being said, there were some people who left a comment underneath that poll and said, you know, they use this particular product, which automatically scans into their device. Like, it automatically does the right, transfer. The or thing. The ro yeah. rocket book, exactly. That was a good one in there. I'm surprised. Now, if you're looking at the, the poll in whole, it was 20%. 20% said handwritten notes. Now, we had probably close to 300 coaches fill up to that. So 20%, so that's a good size number. If you're looking at, uh, let's call it the blue and purple brand, Microsoft Word, 0%, yeah. which I was shocked at. Mm -hmm. However, OneNote came in at 11%. So, mm -hmm. okay, you're not going to do it in, you know, if you're, if you're in the Microsoft at atmosphere, um, you know, OneNote would be there. So I know for me, I'd rather do it in OneNote than in Word. OneNote essentially is Microsoft Word with a spine. But the one that was the winner, right? And even so, Google Keep was 5%. I was thinking we would, uh, but, but maybe people don't think of Google Keep as like long form meeting notes. I guess I figured like that, that right? would be the come out the leader, but it didn't. Apple pages, nothing, right? Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, the winner of all of this stuff was, was Google Docs. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and who, right? Who, who could blame that, right? Everybody opens up a Google Doc to write stuff. Most people, are in a Google school district at some point in time. Of course, you know, this is a small variety, but still 300 coaches, 48%, uh, half of the people said Google Docs. Um, what's your and thoughts you know, on that? And, you know, to give Google, and, and I'm a Google girl, to give Google Docs kudos in the note-taking realm is they have that new feature now where you can format the page and it's just one long page, almost I, like you're just taking notes on a web page or something. And it just is ongoing, which is great for like meeting agendas. And then it's not cutting off at a certain point, like the page break. So I give them kudos there. So, you know, maybe that feature is helping moving along. But a lot of people just open up a doc and they start taking notes. I agree. And I think Google Docs has come a long way in the last six months. Even since ISTE, they've put out all those people cards and, you smart know, chips. the smart chips and all of that stuff. But it really, I guess, comes down to whatever works. Now, are you in a situation where you can do the same thing over and over again, or one building does A and one building does B? Um, I mean, very similar. I mean, we're a school system and try to be as, um, what's the word I'm looking for, as streamlined as possible, doing the same types of things in mostly the same way. So typically streamlined. I would love to know what you think about all this. If you're out there listening, please do me a favor and let us know. You can find us on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Even better yet, head on over into our Instructional Coaches Facebook group. We would love to have you there. The links, of course, are over on Ask the Tech Coach all the way at the bottom. You can join. there. It's a great group. We're almost at 1,100 coaches right now, Sue, yeah. and growing about I don't know. What do you think? 20 or so every week? I mean, every week we're putting out – I love it on Sundays. We put out a post – it's one of the things that not a big fan of doing, but I love doing it is going into my graphic editor in Canva and making up a silly little graphic that says welcome coaches, because I know we're welcoming about 20 or so new coaches into the group. And 
we got a lot of great opinions going on in there. We got a lot of great questions. If you're looking for a group out there to help you out, group out there that's helping you survive, this is the one. And if you'd like to be on the podcast and, and share a little bit about how you're passionate about helping and supporting teachers, we would love to have you guys. We are here each and every week on Ask the Tech Coach. So next week, we have an interesting show coming up with an educator and author. We're going to be talking about his new book. We're going to be having the great Matt Rhodes coming on, talking about uh, not only his new book, but what he's doing these days. So stay tuned next week for episode number 218. We got a good show coming up. And so before we leave, what's what's your year been like so far? I mean, you're into it. We're here almost in October. Good, Good year so far? Yes, we are actually starting coaching cycles this next upcoming week with our new teachers. Um, So we did some pre-observation, just collecting data and had them fill out a goal sheet. So um, my team, the 10 of us on academic services, we're starting the actual coaching cycle meetings. Um, So we're excited about that. And I hope to, um, you know, talk a couple of my colleagues into maybe coming on the show in the next several weeks and talk about how those cycles are going. Is that something that is set up by your administrator or is that something that you guys walk in and say, hey, you're doing this? Actually, we all decided mutually to do it. Actually, my coworker, the other um, tech coach, um, she works mainly with our middle and high school teachers. She's been going through the Google certified coaching process um, throughout the summer. So, you know, as part of that, she's developed um, using that and also Jim Knight's coaching book, Instructional Coaching. Um, so she's kind of developed it and we've supported her and gone along with it. So we've mutually decided to kind of do this and try this together. And we're using new teachers as our first um, people for our coaching cycles. I think that's smart. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely dedicate an entire show to this, but starting with the people who need it the most and working your way on there and building that culture from, from day one with everybody. I think that's a smart thing. If you guys are out there working on your coaching cycles again, We would love to have you bring your questions into our Facebook group. We'd love to support you guys this year. Sue, it's been a great show. I know I learned a lot about where our coaches are. I know from using this, that kind of shares with us a little bit about what kind of videos we should be making, what kind of content we should be making. I know that we're probably not going to be putting out anything on Ask the Tech Coach about, you know, Evernote anytime soon but we might do a lot of stuff on google docs right so lots of good stuff in here where does somebody get a hold of you what's your website what's your social um look for me over at techimaginations.net and over on youtube at tech imaginations Um, lots of new videos about those google smart chips coming out and look for me on twitter at sb314dws and I hope you guys have a chance to check out askthetechcoach.com, teachercast.net, and all the great things over here in the TeacherCast Educational Network. And that wraps up this episode today. On behalf of Sue and everybody here on TeacherCast, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.